0: Hey, Warners, this is your warning that the following episode of Women Your Mother Warned You About went a bit rogue from the beginning. You know, one of those episodes where we started the show before we started the show, you know, we were recording and then things happened. So put on your big girl panties and buckle up for the ride with Rachel Pitts, Keith Walters and yours truly, Gina Tremarco. Hey, Warners. Welcome to another episode of The Women Your Mother
1: Warned You About. The podcast that makes business sexy again.
0: In case you can't tell and recognize my voice, I'm Gina Tremarco, Master Sales Trainer and Coach at Sales Gravy.
1: And I'm Rachel Pitts, Master of Changing Who I Am All the Time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sets the tone for this episode, Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> because right now I'm in the throes of the entrepreneurial life and um, being a business owner. Mm. Sometimes I miss it. Sometimes I don't. I'm Today not- would be one of those days where you probably would not want to be yeah, in my never- shoes.
0: Well, I don't know everything going on in your shoes, so... I don't know why I'm, I keep looking at a camera that's not on. So, I, yeah,
1: I'm in a different set of shoes here. Well, I mean, it's all, it's all a learning process, you know. All of it is just learning. You either win or you learn. You
0: win or you learn. I saw that post that you put on the socials. You either win or you learn. Yes. That's sort of an interesting thing to tackle today on this Rogue episode. That, that is, by the way, sponsored by... Sales gravy, woo woo. You either win or you learn. I mean, we focus on learning at Sales Gravy. Um, we know learners are earners. We know you should always be learning. We know that even in the pain of the learn, eventually there's an earn. I don't know. Did that make sense?
1: Yeah, because really, even when things go disastrously wrong or it feels like it goes disastrously wrong then sometimes with a little time and perspective then you're able to reap the rewards of the learning like mm-hmm. when it's fresh and you didn't you didn't succeed in what you were hoping to be a win then a lot of times we're just sensitive and and butt hurt you know <laughs> But about, about the whole deal. And uh, <laughs> my boyfriend um, loves that phrase, but hurt does he, mm-hmm. but hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's definitely true. Like example, my first bodybuilding competition last year, I came in last place in all four categories. And at the time it just felt so awful and looking back on it, there was a lot of good learning in that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's good. It's it's good to, it's good to lose. And what's ironic is, of course, my coach had told me she. I think she came in last in her very first competition too. And, mm. um, and there there is great learning, especially again with some time and perspective. And then you can look back and go, yeah, because it really lit a fire under my butt for for future events. Mm-hmm. And I did learn a lot of things that I didn't know because a lot of times when we go in to situations where like, I totally got this. I'm going to crush it. Got it. Totally. And then epic fail. And then you're like, oh, I did not know that I needed to know that.
0: Mm, True. Why is it that the learn hurts in the beginning?
1: Well, it's a metamorphosis because you, you know, you just don't, you don't get what you want. It's really an ego thing that you don't get what you want. You know, I, I actually was I started I started listening to um huh, I was doing like endless cardio this week and I'm like, let me find a new podcast to listen to. So I started listening to um Dave Asprey just changed the name of his Bulletproof Radio to the Human Upgrade, I believe it's called. And so everything is about, you know, upgrading everything about yourself as a human. And, and he was talking to this Indian guru, uh, I forget the name. You can go on and look for his podcast and he was just, you know, talking about karma and all those things. And, you know, if you're really going to become enlightened, then you are going to have to let go of the ego, which causes us to get all butt hurt. When we don't get what we want and when really, you know, if you just relax into what is, then you probably will learn some valuable lessons, especially when you don't get what you want, because sometimes we think we want something and we really just it's the worst thing for us. Right. Like right now, I want cookies. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's not the worst thing for me, but I'm i'm like literally flying to arizona for a competition on saturday tomorrow morning and cookies is not the right choice right now <laughs> and and okay let, let me why do you want cookies you know i will i will admit i have been just, just i have been really i've done 3 bodybuilding competitions in a row out in like about two or three weeks in between so literally i've been dieting for for weeks and weeks and weeks and i'm just tired of dieting and i i, I kind of just want to eat what i want but i just have it, it i don't know it's a psycho it's a psychological thing with me right now i think because cookies is like my favorite thing and i just want to have cookies because i want to feel good and i just want to be eating my cookies
0: yeah that's that's kind of why i asked like it's like a comfort it's food. a comfort comfort right? comfort
1: We want those comfort things, and of course, there's a lot of stressful things going on right now. And so, I'm want to reach for, I want to reach for comfort, and instead, I reach for water. (laughs) And but you know, I'm in an interesting place in life where I'm having to do a lot of hard things. I know Gina as well is just, it's really some hard things happening right now, and um, and what I'm finding is that. I'm capable of really hard things Mm -hmm. and I'm trying not to back off of the hard things. I'm trying to lean into the hard things. And it's interesting what you discover about yourself when you lean into hard things. But I'm also discovering that when I share that with, with most people, most people, they don't get it, nor do they want to do it. And I guess that's why I'm not like most people.
0: Yeah. I mean, most people aren't doing what we're doing. I think, you know, if we look back at when we started this podcast three years ago, part of the inspiration behind that and the motivation behind that was because we felt like we were different from most people. Um, am not that that, that means we feel like we're special. It's just, we're different. And when you're like this, it's, you can't find a whole lot of people to relate to. Uh, so it gets kind of lonely because you don't want, I, I don't, I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way. I don't, want to sound like I'm, I think I'm special or different in a way that makes people less than or feel less than, um, we just, some of us as high achievers, it can be a serious, (laughs) it's a good thing, but it can be an uh, uh, infliction, like a, like almost like a self-infliction in a way. Um, I don't know how else to describe it, but like you said, like I've been doing some hard things and I, maybe, maybe it's like, I feel like, those things shouldn't be hard because I'm superwoman. And I think there was, a, there was a moment last week where I had to have a hard conversation with the boss man. And at some point, I think he said, because I was kind of like glazing over um, from my own emotions. He's like, you're not superwoman. And I'm like, but I, but I am, aren't I? And that's sometimes it's a hard one because, you know, you work so hard to be a high achiever. And when you fail, it butt hurts or or when you feel like you failed. Others would think others would think like, my God, you guys are killing it. I'm like, no, I'm not.
1: Yeah, I was about to interject that some the way that people like you and I look at failure. It's different. It's like a different. Yeah level of like, <laughs> that's why I just held a fundraiser last mm-hmm. weekend. And, and I, like, I look at it and I'm like, okay, so it wasn't a raging success, but it wasn't an epic fail. I'm trying to have perspective, but you know me. So deep in my soul, I'm like, that. that oh God, what a failure I am. Like it didn't I was actually thinking up. of the phrase epic failure before you said
0: it, because that's how I was feeling. Like,
1: yeah and it's and and what we do is we forget that um, we're operating at such a high level on so many things. I mean, I am basically still a brand new business owner. I mean, I acquired the business three months ago, and I'm homeschooling my kid. i um been on like twelve hundred to a thousand calories for like. Six weeks just about
0: doing three hour workouts, which is crazy by itself. And I don't mean that in a bad way when I say crazy is that we all know that that's not a lot of calories to operate on period
1: right. And then put on top of that three hour workouts, right two, three to five hours of dance every day and all the other things and some other superhuman feats that I didn't really intend to have to do, but I do anyway, it's like all of that is just so incredible in itself. And yet, you know, one little thing goes wrong uh, or something goes away that my ego doesn't like and epic fail is what you we know, imagine. And it's not. It's just you either win or you learn. And so that was my approach with like the fundraiser last weekend is like, OK, that was a really good learn. I learned a lot of things. <laughs> I learned a lot of things. So well, I think you could win and learn,
0: too. Because I learned from the wins. Yeah, true. Right. I learned like what went well, you know, okay, let me repeat that, especially in different prospecting situations. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Or you don't win or lose. Sometimes you just learn. You don't win or lose. Win, lose, or learn. Win, learn, or lose. Sounds (laughs) like a title. I know. It sounds like a title of the show. Win, lose, or
1: learn. I don't know. And or learn. I don't know. Well, and I think it's, it's actually a really great, it makes a really great point for people who, because normal people, let's just call them normal people. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but like, because we're not normal. So that's the average, the average person when things don't go well, what the tendency as humans is to find who are we going to blame for this? Who are we gonna blame? What are we gonna blame? Oh, I did this stupid fundraiser on Halloween. Oh, I was supposed to have TV there and they didn't get to come because the news anchor got COVID. Oh, I'm gonna blame, you know, the teenagers who didn't spread the word. Oh, I'm gonna blame the parents that didn't spread the word. I can't do that. I just have to learn from it because none of that is true. It's just a story that someone might tell themselves. And I I don't think any of those things either. I'm, I look at it for for me, I look at it like from my own perspective, like what else could I have done? And then, and then you can go, okay, so next time I would do this and this and this um, so that it could go even better. Mm-hmm. But again, like if you ask certain, certain people, they'd be like, that was awesome. <laughs> right. You're like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Well, here's, here's
0: the other thing. I love that we just stumble into these topics. So here's something else I've learned. This is big for me right now, and I'm writing a blog about it. Well, I voiced it while I was driving and then gave it to Rebecca to write it. But here's what I, I learned. I need to actually make time to learn from the situations. This is where I feel like I'm having epic failure right now, and this was a conversation I had with Jeb about something I failed at. I am running from thing to thing, literally running from thing to thing. So when when things go wrong, I actually don't have time to process learning from it. And when things go right, I haven't had time to process to learn from it. I've had no buffer time to learn from either the good or the bad, and that's not good. Like there has to be processing time and we have turned into, well not we, I'll just say me, here's my shit. I have taken on this this new, new, I call it the new, new normal of like, we're in person, we're virtual, we're here, we're there, we do it all. Oh, you wanna do a sales call at 6 a.m. in Israel? Sure. Oh yeah, I don't have anything going on at 6 a.m. Normally I'd be sleeping, but let's do a call then. And I'm I am jamming my schedule because I'm having a hard time saying no to people another learning and what's happening is I'm getting burned from it because I don't have the bandwidth to do it as well as I can do it and I've I've taken the get it done attitude way over the top and I need to bring it back in I know perfect is not required but operating from a place of get it done get it done get it done and not learning from what didn't get done right so there there has to be an adjustment to this, um I mean I I'm a big believer based on my D personality, a DI personality on the disk. I'm a get it done person all day long. I hate details. I'm more of a visionary, big picture. I hate freaking details. But if you go if you if you go over the top with that, you screw yourself. At some point it's going to trickle down and bite you in the ass.
1: Mm. Like well, you need
0: someone else. like I need someone up be- like cleaning up behind me. And then Stopping me in my tracks and saying, What did you learn? Oh, yeah, I already got, yeah, I've got you up for that.
1: (laughs) Well, what did you learn today? I have an incredible amount of pressure on me from a lot of directions. And I also am flying out at 6 a.m. I have just a lot uh, on top of all the things that I just mentioned. And I have this sort of eerie calm about me right now. I'm not really that tired because I got to sleep in till five this morning because (laughs) I own normal my normal time, in case y'all didn't know, is like 3:30 in the morning to work out. But today I only had a cardio day. Um, but I sort of have an eerie calm about me right now, which is not like me, because as like you, Gina, I'm like go, 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 do it, do it, do it, do it. And today I'm like, "Mm, I'm just gonna be really calm. Because I know, well, for some, I'm just not capable of being that go, go, go. And it's just the way that maybe my, my body, my mind and the universe is, is having me approach this day with so much pressure that I'm just like, like I said, eerily calm. (laughs) And, um, sometimes we just need to go slower, uh, to get, better results. And I think, I think I'm trying to think of the phrase, I believe it was the, the podcast I did solo with um, Bryn talking about LinkedIn, that she was talking about going slower to get results faster. And we, we as a society have come to glamorize or make being busy so normal To the point where people burn themselves out as you are doing to Mm -hmm. yourself. And, and really I've been thinking about that today too, with my dancers that I train, like sometimes I just get frustrated because an hour and a half class is just not enough time to get all the things done that I want to do. And instead of trying to get all the things, all the things done, I have to slow down and make sure that what they're learning is going in. And it's better to go slower, especially when you're talking about children, (laughs) Like, slow
2: mm-hmm. down. Hi, this is Jeb Blunt. There's a reason why thousands of sales professionals and top companies across the globe hone their sales skills at SalesGrave University. You see, SalesGrave University is different than most learning platforms. First, we have live courses taught in a virtual classroom by our master trainers that start almost every single day. And our e-learning platform is populated with hundreds of hours of sales training content produced by some of the top sales trainers in the world, including Gina's spontaneous selling course, which is worth checking out. Now I've got some good news. If you've never taken a course on Sales Gravy University, if you're a new user, you can take your very first course for free. That's any course on the platform, absolutely free. Just go to learn.salesgravy.com. That's learn.salesgravy.com. Or click the e-learning tab in the top menu at salesgravy.com. Pick out your course. And when you check out, use coupon code FREECOURSE to get that course for free. That is free course to get your very first course for free.
0: Especially with our personality types, like we know... I mean, I know we're both D's on the on the disc, and we're both I's, high D, high I, and we know that we we rank exactly the same on the culture index. And when you look at the culture culture index assessment, right, we've got this really high level of ingenuity on both of our charts, which means we are major idea generators. Which means we, you know for every hundred, this is how it was described to me, for every hundred ideas Gina comes up with, one's gonna work. And it drives people crazy, but people stay along for the ride because they know that that one that's gonna work is gonna kill it. And so it's how do you harness all of that energy? We have an energy that we need to kind of, we need to rein in, and recognize that we need to rein it in because we can spin out of control with it and there's positive to it, but then there's super negative to it. If you don't get a hold
1: of yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely an idea factor. Have a, have a team.
0: Yeah. We, we need like, you need to surround yourself with the people that are gonna help you with that. I think. Hmm. Which is easier said than done because not everybody can handle that energy that we give off.
1: Yeah. You said a mouthful. I definitely, um, I've been doing a lot of self-reflection with all this stuff going on and, and thankfully I've gotten to a point in life where I don't tend to blame others. I just look internally of like, okay, what could I be doing? What could I be doing better that how could I be a better leader so that what the result I'm looking for happens naturally Uh, because it didn't happen that time. And it's obviously not everyone else. It's, it's something that I'm not doing yet. And what is that thing? And, you know, (laughs) like that's that right there, Rachel is major growth. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard. It's, I think one of those things that, um, People, like, meeting yourself and then seeing who you really are and seeing all of those, and, you know, all of our weird idiosyncrasies and our hangups ups and, and our triggers are things that were developed in our past. And so... Mm-hmm when you meet when you really meet yourself and you're really honest with yourself and you stop self-medicating with food or whatever else or tv or drugs alcohol sex relationships you know shopping all the things that we do in order to hide from our true self and then you meet yourself it's it's a scary fucking thing for people but you can't start to evolve and really become a little more enlightened if you don't actually really, really just like take stock of what is, and then you can start chipping away at it. And that's one really interesting process of this whole bodybuilding thing that I had no idea. I just wanted to look. <laughs> and like the, the process is so interesting because it's just constantly like climbing this mountain and then getting to the top of this mountain and being like, all right, here's another mountain. And that is, I really don't want to climb. Okay, let's go. Let's lean into this. Um, And you find, you find just peeling back these layers of yourself of like, okay, how can I approach this situation? And now being in a situation where I have, you know, 11 employees and I'm handling all these dancers and dance moms and all these things, I have to like, sometimes prepare myself. of like, okay, just listen, try to listen as much as possible. Yes. And do not react, take a moment and respond or don't respond and ponder it. And last night, something went down pretty major. And, um, I was so, there was so much swirling around in my head that I was like, okay, just don't even try to figure it out. I went and took a bath. I went to bed and, by morning I had sorted a lot of sorted a lot of it out because I just, sometimes we like want to figure it all out and you can't because you just have to give yourself some space to let it simmer. And, and my husband was really like, Oh good. Don't try to figure it out. Plus I'm, I'm terrible after like 8 PM. I should never try to figure anything out after 8 (laughs) PM. (laughs)
0: i I was just gonna say i mean this has been one of the biggest learnings that's also hard at the same time i know that when i am overtired that's that is the last you should not like i got a really good night's sleep last night and i felt so much better today that like my head was clear so you can't make decisions when you're so mentally stretched out and exhausted well and
1: you're you're bound to make some grievous errors if you try to push it too hard and yep. sometimes you have to push it too hard and you just don't have a choice but when it's when it's really important and um and also you're dealing with delicate situations and lots of personalities and and um it's just best to slow down and like my gut instinct was okay I have to figure all this out tonight and I have to respond to and this and that, and that and I just was so it was so much that it was almost like the scenario that that's described when when we talk about the the brain and amygdala and fight or flight and that's probably what i was going mm-hmm. through is i was just my my amygdala or whatever my brain was so lit up with all this input and information i couldn't even like think straight i wouldn't <laughs> i was like in the bath And I was sitting there. I had this bottle of water like this holding in one hand and the top of the water bottle was in my other hand. And I was just there in that position for the longest time with not even moving. And finally, I was like, this is kind of crazy that I haven't even moved like my body and my brain are like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, you you can literally
0: shut down.
1: That's where I was at. And and I'm glad that I have progressed enough in my being that I knew just go ahead and shut down and go to bed. Don't make any mo- sudden moves. That'll fuck shit up. <laughs> you know what? You and I,
0: um, we had that back to back last week because now, now this I recall this because you messaged me about it. And I, I, I forget what I, I said to you. I'm like, welcome to that club, whatever that club was. But I had a day where I shut down and I literally... I cried. It was one of those. I didn't cry on the kitchen floor this time. I'm like, that's just dumb. If I'm going to cry, let me go to my fantastic bed and get (laughs) in bed. And I literally pulled the covers over my head and I went numb and I shut down mentally because I'm like, I can't process. I can't think. And I also did it to to protect others. I'm like, I need to go shut down and like literally put myself on a timeout in the corner to get control of my emotions because I was, my amygdala- a dangerous
1: animal right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, it was like, I was like, like I needed a rabies shot or something or, you know, or to be put out of my misery, but I, it was dangerous for me and others. So I just went and I, I locked down um, and got it out of my system. And I was telling somebody about this, and I'm like, why didn't you call me, like, a friend? And I'm like, I'm like, I couldn't process that because when you're in the thick of it, and you you can't think, and your emotions have really gotten control over you, that and that's where you have to. Your system's like, if you're not going to slow down, I'm going to shut your ass down. Mm-hmm. Which I did.
1: And sometimes, even like last night after what went down, I I didn't even. And my husband was at the other house because we still have two houses. <laughs> But I didn't I didn't even really want to call him because I know men like to try to fix things, right? Yes, they do. And so as soon (laughs) as I started Uh. trying to describe all this stuff I was processing, of course, he started trying to give me suggestions until finally he's like, "Hmm, I don't actually really know how to help you on that one. I'm like, I know I don't really want to talk about it, actually. I, I actually didn't really want to call you, but I love you. And here we are. Like I want to go take a bath and just allow my brain to sort it out because yeah. there's always a solution. I'm a solution oriented person, but, and, <laughs> and you also have to be patient enough to like wait for it to emerge. And again, you either win or you learn, you, you have to figure out what is the learning? Like, what is the learning? What can I take from this? What can I? do better next time, because obviously this is, you know, maybe not the last time that I'll run into scenarios like this. And what's a solution that I can be comfortable with as a business owner mm-hmm. um, that I won't feel that I can feel comfortable with and that everyone else can feel comfortable with. Well,
0: and that, and that the, every, everybody else, that's, that's another important factor. So here's what I've learned is that you have to, a, um take time to process build time into that like i've been building time into my calendar that where no one's allowed to disturb me anymore you know, like before certain things that i have to do that are going to be important that i don't want them to get fucked up right and i build that time in but i also need to communicate that to people that you know here's what i need here are my sacred times here's when, when you cannot disturb me um here's how i need to be supported um when it comes to significant others who really do care for our best interests, communicating that to them, um, not just coworkers and and people like that, but communicating to your significant other. Because, like you said, men want to fix things, and one of the many things I love about David is that in this in a situation where I'm struggling, he's come right out and said. And I love how communicative he is. He's like, he's like, it stresses me out when I don't know how I can help you, mm. and and that was like the first time. He said that maybe twice in our relationship, but like a couple, the couple of times, I've had a situation. I've, I appreciate that he shares that with me because it makes me realize that my anxiety is actually creating more anxiety. Because he, all he wants to do is help me, and he he has no idea how to do it. And then I don't know how to articulate how I need help. <laughs> and so, the, you know, so all I can do is like, hey, I just. I forgot what I asked for. Oh, like that day I was like, you know, under the sheets crying and it was his day off and he, he came over to bring me lunch or something. And he's like, you need to get out of bed. This is not you. And I'm like, I know I gotta cry and I need to like cry. And I, you know, and I went on and I whined and I like got, I vented like a baby. And then, <laughs> and then I go, can you spoon me? Aww. And he cracked up. he goes, this, the little girl smile that came on your face. Like I went through this whole rant and then I had this like, so sw- I'm like, can you spoon me? That's all I need right now is just spoon me.
1: Oh my gosh. Same in a way. Last night I was very upset and feeling some strong feels and Roxy heard me. She's actually, it was very really sweet. Cause she heard me talking on the phone to Felix and she came out of her room and she's like, I heard you talking to Felix and what, what happened? And I was like, oh. I just really don't want to, I really don't want to talk about it. But I said, I could use a hug. Oh. <laughs> and, and, she, and she, she hugged me and she goes, okay, wait a second. She ran, she knew <laughs> I've been trying really hard not to eat Halloween candy. And she has this redonkulous pile of candy. So she runs in there and she gets me a York peppermint patty. And she's like, this will help. And I'm like, I can't eat candy. (laughs) (laughs) It was so very sweet. And the hug was just made everything turn around. Like it just makes things turn around.
0: Well, you know, I mean, it's a really another good aha.
1: Like we have to ask for those things. Like, cause sometimes we
0: forget uh, as high achievers. um, We don't want to feel like we're being weak. Mm. When sometimes just a
1: hug fixes everything. Yeah. It fixed a lot in that moment. It's pretty,
0: pretty deep somber stuff. Warners.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> who knew we didn't mean to <laughs> as the tears. I didn't mean to. Tears I, I, ha, I definitely have not been meaning to cry. Um, it was fun, funny. Like last night of like <laughs> all this heavy stuff went down. And then one of the, one of the moms was like, my daughter said she wants to be just like you. <laughs> You're doing such a great job, and I'm like,
0: ah, thank you so much. I don't feel like it. Well, it's important to see. It's important to see how others see us too, because sometimes we can't see ourselves.
1: Well, I really like that you brought up the point that you can win and learn. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the phrase "you either win or you learn" is profound because it helps. You know, you don't always win. A lot of times you lose and it's a, it's a better perspective than the word lose is learn, but you definitely can win and learn.
0: Well, there's, there's a, somebody said, this is some kind of quote somewhere. I've used it before. If you're not, if you're not first, you're last.
1: (laughs) That's uh, from Bobby uh, from that race car. (laughs) I mean, that race car
0: movie. I mean, if you're not in first place, Right. You're not first. If you're not
1: in first place, you're like, you didn't win. Right. Because guess what? Like I learned in Lanny Basham's book with winning in mind, nobody gives a shit who won the silver medal. Right. The the people, the the press doesn't come talk to the silver medalist. They talk to the gold medalist, the winner. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I think we, we, we put the, we put the pressure on ourselves to be amazing and, and maybe one final thought. Um, and I've, I've said this before to people. I have the thought and then it goes away every single time. I'm ha- Is that a menopause. I don't know. I haven't. Bra- yeah, it could be, it could be a menopause thing. I'm having these, um, brain issues. All right.
1: I could go pee and you could t- t- think about it for a minute.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think people want to wait for you to go pee on this episode.
1: I've had like so much water I've got you guys wanted to know yeah, that, everybody wanted to know
0: that <laughs> any any final thoughts on this um moving final thoughts deep is and somber don't be so hard on yourselves high achievers you're doing great yeah give yourself time to learn be open to learning But you really do have to build time. Okay, the thought came back to me. Afraid of success. Okay, I just gotta say it so I don't forget it. Okay, I think it is a menopause thing, which is another a serious issue because when I was coaching menopausal women before I was menopausal, I'd be like, "Suck it up." You don't understand. I'm so tired in the middle of the day. Been that done that. I'm so tired in the middle of the day. That's well, just I don't know what to tell you. Get some extra sleep. No, it's the the shit's real, man. Um, it's a, it's, a, it's thing. a thing. Fear of success. I think this is another piece of it that sometimes, on top of like we know we're high achievers, and you're you're working your way up to the summit. You know, you're climbing to the top of the mountain, and then something stops you along the way because you know you're destined for greatness, but with greatness comes more responsibility. And with mm-hmm. more responsibility comes more chance of failure. And so it becomes this perpetuating situation of, you know, which is all brain shit, fear of rejection, fear you know fear of failure, fear of rejection. Um, but I do think there's there's fear of failure, but there's also fear of success. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to take sure. on that much more by being successful. That's why sometimes you hear people like, I'm just happy with where I'm at. I don't need more than I got. Mm-hmm. And is that self-sabotage? I don't know. But sometimes I have those moments of fear of success that I think have held me back over the years that I could have gotten more successful faster if I wasn't afraid of what comes with the success. Mm. That That's my other thought.
1: I don't know if you ever have
0: that. I don't think you do. It might just be a Gina thing.
1: I definitely have fear of success. And I was processing while you are talking of like, yep. Check that box, check that box, check that box.
0: Sometimes it's nice and comfortable in the cocoon. Why leave the cocoon? Stay a caterpillar because becoming a butterfly is fucking painful, right? I mean, the metamorphosis is painful. Do you want to be a pretty butterfly or do you want to be a slimy caterpillar? (laughs) Or another
1: way to put that is... (laughs) Do you want to become all that you are meant to be? Mm. Yeah. Or do you want to settle? And if you want to settle, that's fine. That is okay. Most okay. of the world prefers to settle and eat chips and watch Netflix.
0: I mean, sometimes I wish I was willing to settle because, again, it's the it's like the 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 success yeah. is hard work. I don't wish that ever. Okay, so right, here's the thing here's another learning. I want the success, but I I need the success to take its course and not rush it. Meaning I need to pace it. Meaning I need to build in time to rest and breathe and learn and then go to the next thing versus boom, 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 back to back to back to back to back without taking a breath. Because I also equate this to um, gas in the gas tank, right? There are some of us, I talked about this yesterday, so I, um, I gave, <laughs> um, you think that you can go 10 more miles on the empty gas tank because the light's on and you're gonna chance it? And then what happens when you took too big of a chance and you run out of gas and you're at the side
1: of the road looking for someone to help you. Those are my final thoughts. Thanks for listening to this crazy episode today, Warners. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with anybody who you think needs to hear the phrase, you either win or you learn, or you can win and learn. To catch
0: more of these episodes, go to WomenYourMotherWarnsYouAbout.com. And if you haven't left us a review or a rating, please do that. Like Rachel said, share it. And you can also find us at salesgravy.com. And check out salesgravy.university, where there is a lot of learning to be done by Warners.
1: This really will
0: get serious soon. Yeah, don't. It it doesn't have to. I don't think anybody wants it to be serious.